The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Jury selection is underway in a trial against white nationalists who planned the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. Jurors are fielding questions about their political views, including their thoughts on Antifa and white supremacist ideology. But they're also being questioned on whether they agree to wear a mask during the trial and if they've been vaccinated. Legal analysts told VPM that these questions about COVID may also be used to gauge a prospective juror's political leanings. The trial underway in Charlottesville is a civil case. That means no criminal charges will be brought against the white nationalists who planned the Unite the Right rally, at least for now. Whitney Evans reports. The lawsuit asks for monetary damages, but also what's called injunctive relief. It bars defendants from future violence. Randolph McLaughlin is a civil rights attorney in New York. In 1982, he represented five African-American women in a lawsuit against the Chattanooga, Tennessee branch of the Ku Klux Klan. He says if the defendants violate the judge's order, they'll face criminal penalties. You don't have to wait for a local, state, or county prosecutor to decide whether they want to prosecute the Klan or the Nazis. You go right to the federal judge who issued that decision. And if the judge finds they are in contempt of the order, he can sentence them to prison. McLaughlin says following the injunction in Chattanooga, Klan violence in that city effectively stopped. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The Virginia Redistricting Commission has missed a final deadline to draw new state legislative maps, kicking the process to the Virginia Supreme Court. Ben Pavier has more on how that process will work. The court will hire two experts, one chosen by Democrats and one by Republicans, to come up with a single set of maps. William & Mary Law Professor Rebecca Green says having two map drawers is unusual. Courts in most other states just hire one. It just seems like you're setting yourself up to fail. But of course, in the, in the case of the court, unlike the commission, there's no failure. <laughs> failure is not an option. These experts will have 30 days to come up with their finished maps for the court to consider. Their districts have to follow certain criteria. For example, the maps can't unduly favor one political party over another. Unlike the commission, the experts don't have to conduct their work publicly. Members of the public can submit written comments to the clerk of the Virginia Supreme Court. Ben Pavier, VPM News. If you're calling someone locally with an 804 phone number, you'll now have to include the area code when dialing. Virginia is one of dozens of states that must start using 10-digit dialing to accommodate the new number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline launching next year. The change does not impact an individual's phone number. It just requires using the area code when making local calls. Places this mandate affects include the Richmond region's 804 area code and Southwest Virginia's 276 area code. Hampton Roads' stake in offshore wind just got a lot bigger. As Sam Turkin from partner station WHRV reports, the region will become the home of America's first factory for offshore wind turbine blades. Right now, if you drive through the Midtown Tunnel connecting Portsmouth and Norfolk, you'll pass a vacant terminal at the Port of Virginia. In a few years, that area will become a bustling center for offshore wind. 
The European wind turbine company Siemens Gamesa will invest $200 million to build the factory. The new Portsmouth factory will specialize in the final stages of the production process. The blades will then be part of about 200 wind turbines that Dominion Energy plans to build off Virginia Beach. U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says the factory will help America use more offshore wind power. Also, jobs, jobs, jobs. This is the start of what we see as a whole ecosystem surrounding offshore wind. It could be very sophisticated jobs, engineering, but it also requires jobs for skilled tradespeople. Officials say the new factory and the wind farm off Virginia Beach will create over a thousand good-paying jobs. That was Sam Turkin reporting. Willow Lawn may get about 600 new apartments. According to Richmond BizSense, two real estate firms are proposing to replace five outdated office buildings near Willow Lawn Drive and Bird Avenue that are currently facing increased vacancies due to the pandemic. The developments would consist of two seven-story apartment buildings. The project is currently awaiting approval from the Henrico County Planning Commission. A transit provider in Charlottesville owes the state nearly $1 million. Jaunt, which provides transportation services to people with disabilities, owes the Department of Rail and Public Transportation just under $970,000. A recent state review found that Jaunt underreported costs and overreported ridership, according to the Daily Progress. The company will also have its funding from the state reduced due to the review. Company officials say the reduction simply brings the funding total in line with their actual costs and that it will not affect service for customers. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Monday, October 25th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.